Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christine, and we're back to discuss the fifth episode in the third season of Vikings, The Usurper, written by Michael Hurst, of course, directed by Helen Shaver. I gave this episode a 9.3 out of 10. We definitely got some some, uh, prophecies thrown out there, which is always interesting to see how they unfold per the seer. We have a confrontation between Lagatha and Kauf. We have Ragnar and his very unhappy marriage. And we have the opportunity to see Paris, possibly, in the future. That's certainly on everyone's mind, but most importantly, it is on Ragnar's mind. And then in England, I think things kind of went the way we suspected. <laughs> before we jump into the recap wherever you listen to this podcast podbean stitcher itunes spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well you could also send feedback if you'd like for this show or any other show that i do at blackercouch at gmail.com so i did watch this about a week ago (laughs) so i did not write any notes so i'm going to be going by memory and i think the best way for me to do that is to first jump to england then back to Cadigate and then go through our storylines for each character. In England, Aethelwulf gets some news, which is that his wife Judith is pregnant. Unfortunately, you are not. <laughs> Aethelwulf does not take the, the news well. While he certainly is angry at his wife, and but the way she was crying, like, girl, I know you need to own the fuck up. You knew you was doing dirt with your damn father-in-law. You didn't bring his name into the scenario, even though he was creeping outside of the in the hallways, ear hustling on the whole damn thing. But when Aethelwulf gets angry, he becomes physically assaultive to himself or what self-harm. There we go. Well, there we go. So he goes out and starts banging his head, but the minute his father asks, What's wrong? And he doesn't say Aethelwulf, he just says, Son, what's wrong? Nothing not a thing and instead of prying to see what could emotionally be making his child upset he's like well that's great that you don't want to discuss that with me because I have something to do for you and I'm setting you up to play your part beautifully which is basically to go to the settlement on some some uh pretext and ends up murdering all of the settlers including the children then he the king chides the nobles telling them that hey i came up with this peace treaty why the fuck would this happen so on and so forth he 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 planned everything all along uh this is the second of two people we've met in season three who have long-term plans in which to attempt to to make power moves and this political move was on the outside yes i invited these vikings in i made this thing this is all a play for mercia and the simple fact of it is he didn't get what he wanted out of that deal so it didn't quite go the way he wanted however however he does have now an alliance with mercia and he no longer needs to keep these vikings on his land um this of course 
is an inciting type of type of action right he has to expect that ragnar would have a response to this not to mention his queen that he just uh well we know Lagatha's not his queen but unofficially she's the queen and or unofficially and so i i certainly don't appreciate king Eckbert and his move here but it was one in which uh it, it was played it was well played on the chessboard he knew what he was doing he knew what he wanted to do how he wanted to do in his mind he's trying to live up to the great charlemagne which was brought up in this episode several times which leads us back to Francia or France. All of this, while it sounds in different places and so on and so forth, these are the places that the Vikings absolutely dominated and then became a part of royalty. So it is with, uh, well, it causes a little bit that back and forth war, but all of this is about the, you see with all of the characters that are in positions of power from birth they're all trying to have a legacy um we saw king Edward being very fascinated with the romans and how they were able to to conquer most of the known world and he wants to learn from that you have these men who grow up fantasizing about being living gods and all they think about is the strategic play i do think king Eckbert genuinely likes ragnar i think that he genuinely genuinely am i saying that right i believe that he truly does think that this this would have been a thing right this is a reasonable way to go but Going back two episodes ago, look how his nobles reacted. Look how the people around him reacted. A king is bound by the people that are on his land. So as much as he may have been more openly welcoming of a different idea, religion, so on and so forth, and people, simply put, it's not a time in history in which that is being allowed to happen. We see that on the other side, on the flip side with King Ragnar, with his own people. It's the same situation. Floki may be leading the mouthpiece about the Christians, but you see Lagatha sitting right there ain't saying shit. These prejudices exist. Uh, there's the possibility of what that means for the next generation you know uh, I don't love that Floki is so doggedly and we'll get to that character in a moment about the the pagan culture and belief system but seeing that in Vikings Valhalla that that becomes all but obsolete um, even though as I've stated many 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 times it really didn't they just had they had a, a great marriage <laughs> that's what happened a marriage of the the religions that ended up with catholicism and then it moved on to so many other different versions but that is here nor there 
that is the 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 height of the action that goes on in in england and the settlers they they're murdered they were all murdered and uh how ragnar is going to respond to that now that he has other plans is curious and you see that lagatha also is invested in they were discussing sending more people over so that they can decide their own fates and i think that athelstan is absolutely true whether they become christian or not that's not really up to fucking floki let's just jump on him for him to to decide for people right Uh, it's kind of like the conversation that on the expanse between drummer and naomi where drummer is disgusted that people would try to go down there and live and their children won't be inners any or won't be belters anymore they'll be inners and you have naomi being like that's their choice everyone has a choice to decide and while you can certainly and you can understand wanting to hold on to parts of your culture that may be outgrowing you simply have no you can't control the flow of time or the flow of change all of that the more you try to go against the tide the more you become drowned in it so i think that's where ragnar finds himself with his friends his family is that he's simply emotionally mentally in a different place than everyone else is and they're all you know when you outgrow people that's what it is you outgrow people's ideas and and concerns and it's like it's not that they are you know because they've always been the same way it's just all of a sudden uh fuck and i don't want to hear this shit because i've already i've grown outgrown these these petty things or these types of ideas the first being when they finally get off the fucking boat and they they have to uh let the women two pregnant women know that torsten is dead lagatha let him know she said both of you (laughs) she didn't have to say it like that uh she says torsten is in valhalla i love that uh, lagatha does not think that she's too good to help take bodies off of the to help the wounded and ragnar is the exact same way it's like they're not bitch ass people and i love that about them they they still have very much their their uh center morality there it may be a little corrupt at times particularly in ragnar's place uh but it is um it is something that he he continues to mark himself out that from other kings right you're not going to see king Eckbert <laughs> helping people uh, from his boat he's going to expect his lower minions to do such things even the injured uh floki is very very jealous though that's that's all that's going on with him he feels that he is speaking for the gods and he has taken on a a hatred for christians but one christian in particular he says christians with a s but he really means athelstan right he lost his best friend and he wants his best friend back the most fucked up part is his best friend hasn't left him he's just not you are not solely like yeah that is the thing you 
want to be the sole person that it, it, you're just mad you lost your spot i can't i'm trying to find a good word for it to to really explain floki but quite frankly it's you lost your spot it's not that he don't give a fuck about you you lost that number one spot being his closest confident because you cannot talk to him about anything that's not a god <laughs> like you just say shit all out of pocket siggy is is told uh or floki no jesus christ i can't with names today uh rollo is told that siggy is dead he says the gods must be wrong the gods are never wrong just constantly inappropriate he don't understand he don't under fucking stand uh and then he has the conversation with helga like i know you're hiding something from me and the fact that she was so helga's so sweet she tried so hard to stand up for because she knew he was like why is my children because it all comes out she coming out in her green knowing that there's gonna be a confrontation um i don't want to get too ahead of that story arc because that's a lot (laughs) that was quite entertaining to watch if i'm being honest uh but he gets it out of floki gets it out of helga that harbard showed up and that aslog slept with him and that was not her business to tell ragnar and she didn't want to tell ragnar he's like it's fine i'll tell ragnar (laughs) because he wants to be uh relevant again so he goes and he tells his friend hey so your wife slept with aslog which is why she wasn't watching your children which is why siggy was watching your children children and then they went out on the lake and almost died and now siggy died and it's fucked up but don't worry don't worry harvard he's a god so it's okay what the fuck is wrong with you as a person i think this is one of the best travis femo micro expression type of episodes because like when he did that eye roll and fucking back flipped off that thing like i'm so done with you <laughs> trying to tell me that my wife cheating is a fucking blessing get the fuck out of here what kind of friend are you what kind of friend are you jesus floki <laughs> he does have a confrontation with athelstan but i'm glad athelstan backed himself all the way the fuck up he's like i don't know why because first he said to rollo because rollo also got that (laughs) you know someone who just be nagging constantly fucking nagging you're just like i'm not even paying attention to this why are you all up on him because he really said uh what are they talking about he's like who i don't know i'm i'm watching my mind's on something else you over here watching ragnar and athelstan talking to him about it makes me sick the priest just it visibly makes him disgusted and then he tells them about christians and how they're horrible and how athelstan can't talk because he's a christian i don't know why ragnar listens to you and athelstan says i don't know why ragnar listens to me instead of you maybe you should think about that and says good night <laughs> and he only flips him off oh floki 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 he's in his own way but he's being led by that green-eyed monster let's talk about Torin and bjorn 
she getting on my nerves because she act like her life is over for that fucking easily healed up scar on her face but when people that's the thing when you're when your uh whole entire a self-esteem is based around your beauty or your looks and that's all you think you have to offer to this world and yeah you're gonna feel like as if you're a piece of shit because i know if i was pregnant with a child that would be my concern right now and not my fucking face all right i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm saying it's been like fucking three months bjorn hasn't left you the man that you agreed to marry he's there he's trying to help you and you keep telling him to fuck off so later on bjorn's like she's not a child she will tell me when she needs me which that surprised lagatha that he became a lot colder but he's starting to get the understanding that yeah maybe (laughs) maybe this relationship thing like my father was telling me about can get complicated it is it's a complicated thing he's way too young in a situation that's way too much for him to really handle his mom is is pestering him well make sure you take care of Torrance like you know I asked I went to go see her and that's when she was making all of that bit. Aslog looked all like shocked at her, at her thing. I'm like, girl, you can still see out of two eyeballs. I don't understand. But that's their situation with Bjorn getting in a fight with Uncle Rolo. I will say he was able to to go toe to toe with his uncle, and that, and not only go toe to toe, beat him, even though he was very drunk. <laughs> but Uncle Rolo has been has been teaching Bjorn how to fight because honestly Rolo might be the better fighter uh I think Ragnar has a lot of skill I think he has a little bit more mental acuity Rolo when it comes to pure unadulterated strength that motherfucker is strong uh is there anything else I want to mention with Bjorn no for the most part (laughs) he just stood up and said why are you just out telling us about paris i'm telling you now <laughs> so he said he's settling in and and being you know there for his uncle but i do feel there's a little bit of a missing connection between him and his father but i do think that his father right now is just like look you got to deal with your situation i can't deal it with it for you and <laughs> I got a lot of things on my plate. Let's go to Ragnar because then we could talk about. Yeah, let's go Ragnar. Well, let's go Rolo really quickly. Rolo. I will say I appreciated him on the dock when he heard about Siggy's death. Him saying I didn't treat her well. It's not his fault. I think that's a little, a little too much, but you are going to feel uh, guilty when you, the last word you said to someone, you know, wasn't the best. And yeah, he could have certainly treated Siggy better. And he knows it. But he is now going back to his old habits. It looks like of just trying to be self-destructive. However, he goes to the seer and I'm not mad at this conversation. Usually, if we got Rolo season one or two, just like, eh, Rolo, you're just jealous. But he says, look, my mom, my dad, 
Lagatha, everyone I've ever loved has chosen Ragnar over me. My brother has taken me back. I love him, but I'm angry. And that anger comes from his failed ambitions, he says. You know, I'm hollowed out by my failed ambitions. And it's just that I think that Rolo needed to grow up. And maybe this is one of the last things that pushes Rolo to grow the fuck up. Because he does show back up in the hall. Yeah, he's a little drunk. Uh, <laughs> but he's still, you know, fine with uh, with playing his part, doing what he needs to do as far as being being in the, in the great hall and hearing things. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything to give too much credit for. However... The seer says, I'll tell you the same thing I told Ragnar. The bear will be crowned by a princess and you will be there. Ragnar is told this is not good for him. But Ragnar still wants to go to Paris, knowing that something will probably happen. Not in his favor. And then he tells him, Rolo, if you knew what the gods had in store for you, you would be dancing naked on the beach. And it's true. Because Rolo certainly has a fate that if not, I won't say too much because that would be spoilers, but I will say anyone familiar with history, (laughs) couldn't find the rest of that word for a second, would know that the seer tells no lies, (laughs) tells absolutely no lies when it comes to that. I like it though because it all stems from the same idea they've been putting since season two or season one. Well, I think it was earlier in the season where Bjorn's like, well, if we're all descended from Odin, you know, it means you're half a god too. <laughs> so what 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 do you, what do you got to do for for what does God have planned for you? I should say, like you have just as much of a destiny. If you both were born from Odin, so to speak, to do great things. And your brother, sure, he may be uh, the beginning of something, but he's not the end of it. He can't be. (laughs) You only live so long. (laughs) And while Ragnar is a great man, we see that he's maybe not the best king. (laughs) He certainly... I think that he's smart, but I do think that he walked away with the, from the England situation entirely with faith in King Eckbert and that agreement. And any other king that was playing chess on that board would have never walked away in that scenario. Uh, hmm. At least would have left the standing army because that what what protects your settlers right <laughs> if you if you get all these guys over here and they're just farming and shit you need you need a standing army you need something to you have to commit to that and Ragnar didn't want to commit to that <laughs> he just wanted to do what he set out to do from the beginning which is to get some fucking farmland for his people so that they can stop civil warring with each other so that we could stop killing our own children and actually start creating a sustained life on soil that is meant to feed plenty great 
now that I've done my part, my responsibility part to my people, now I want to go do the thing that I want to go do, which is see the world, get knowledge. And his next stop is Paris. Of course, people want to raid Paris because that's exactly how you're going to get (laughs) anyone interested because no one's going to go out and want to explore for explorer's sake. So of course, he has to tell him we're raiding Paris. But he says, we're not going to do that without knowledge. So he announces it to the hall. He says, we're going to go find the traveler that told me about England. So we're going to go find this guy. Athelson knows about it, but he only knows so much. I know I've been all over the place as a state. I didn't write no notes. <laughs> so let's go with Ragnar. Uh because his situation is hilarious not in a funny funny way but in a you know how somebody I I just I I feel it like the micro expressions are so great it's like you're just annoyed you're constantly annoyed first when he gets off he gets off the boat and he's expecting his wife to be there because and I get it right you're the queen first and foremost so you're you should be there welcoming everyone there with the the children because at first it was like why is he saying where's my children but you have a due diligence as the people you know like he still has to play that part so he says where's my children well first he has that conversation with athelstan on the boat which was adorable especially the way they both identically were on different sides and they're all huddled up they were all so super cute and he's like, tell me about Paris again. Just tell me about Paris. And the way he's so happy, just imagining what it looks like. And then Athelstan's like, oh, and there's also the beautiful women. He's like, oh, Athelstan, you ain't told me about that before. He's like, yeah, I almost uh, gave up my celibacy vows. He's like, oh, you dirty dog. <laughs> love those two together so much so much and you can see the effect Ragnar has Ragnar looks over at Athelstan's directions and he just he smiles like this it's the you know you know how when you just have this great thing and I think that's the thing that Floki's trying to get over is that adoration that adoration I mean they put Ragnar on a fucking pedestal I mean it's hard not to he's just he's so likable and friendly a guy and he he, once you're his friend he really does uh adore you and he had that moment with Floki very briefly where he's like just imagine if Floki's so happy for that little bit of attention but then gets really jealous because Athelstan gets it too uh and Athelstan can also inform him more than I think Floki feels he can because this is out of his realm of out of his realm of uh, expertise or even interest to be fair but he has an issue with his wife because he said look I wouldn't even come back here if it wasn't for my children Athelstan reminds him you're lucky to have children because Athelstan believes he will never have children he doesn't know that Judith has 
is pregnant with his child. <laughs> but it's something we get from Athelstan. You know, hey, I would love to leave my, you know, seed in the world to have another generation after myself. But that's not a fate that I will have. So the things that they envy from each other, because that was the first thing, right? Like, I envy you. It's like, eh. <laughs> I don't get to have children, though. They then get back and stated Siggy's death. And he, he really wants to know how Siggy, because he tries to go after his brother. And I felt bad for him in that moment because he looked him in the eye. And that's when he told him. And, and I, I don't think that Ragnar was not being here for his brother. He went and he searched him out, but his brother didn't want him. Uh, he asked her like why was Siggy watching the children taking turn because that's odd Siggy doesn't have children <laughs> all the children are dead why is she taking turns watching children where were you so then he he once again tries to confront they don't even eat at the same table she tries to have sex with him and he he's even done with that part of the relationship he can't even be he can't even rise to the occasion and the funny thing is she's all like you had so much sex in england you don't need it he didn't have no he 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 didn't have any known sex in <laughs> confirmed sex in england i don't think it's that i think that he truly does not love his wife he no longer is going to pretend even the sexual aspect of the relationship that may have been at least something to try to build close rapport. It's just nothing's there. They don't have anything in common. They married for for the reasons of she being wanting to get pregnant by him and thinking she's going to have this great life. And, and that's just simply not what he wants. And he doesn't want her either. <laughs> and he eventually asked who's harbored because he heard someone named harbor was around and she didn't tell him because he says anything else and she said no so he finds out about harbor and she tries to she's still trying to avoid her own guilt in this which <laughs> i don't think anyone's just gonna come out and be like yeah you caught me i cheated like that that all sounds rational to anyone looking inside out but emotionally you don't want that smoke <laughs> so you gonna avoid that bitch as long as humanly possible i'm not admitting shit so she says look harbert was someone who helped your son and at that point he can't take offense of that even though he goes to hot, hold ivar ivar still cries They're, they don't have a connection and i think that is something that and i know that can also be a, a huge burden between parents when they're dealing with a disabled child uh it puts a strain on the relationship as log is definitely that scene i forgot to mention it when as log was all looking at she's like where's harvard and siggy was like don't you know how to take care of your own child <laughs> i forgot that last episode where she tried to shit out of her just snatched her head because if this child is in a whole bunch of pain do you think it's okay i think that's the moral question why ragnar put that child out in the woods in the first place because he that was what he was trying to avoid this person this 
kid that is in nothing but pain and he's living just for your sake is he like is it best for him and while it does seem like harbor did do something and was something it doesn't help at all that you know ragnar cannot connect to to one of his own children so from that moment (laughs) you get the 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 floki reveal let's talk about him and lagatha (laughs) the last part lagatha lagatha i will say girl i know you didn't just come back from like four five months and you just sitting up in the hall unofficial queen of cadigat <laughs> i didn't even roll back to edaby to check out your lands or what's going on someone gotta come to you and tell you that your shit was usurped that shit is on you sorry i love you i love you so much but what the fuck you didn't even send a message to calf <laughs> you still talking about the next plan of your thing with with ragnar get that get out of here get out of here and uh she very much learns that information ragnar came out and he heard his ex-wife was upset he's like oh fuck what now and she's like look i went with you to wessex so you're gonna help me get my earldom back because it's my earldom and i earned i deserve it ragnar does point out a very good point this is going to cause a civil war civil war means our people are going to be killing each other is your earldom worth that she says yes he says why she says because i uh what did she say it belongs to me actually (laughs) again i'm not saying that she didn't do what she needed to do to get what she needed to get and i ain't mad at it but but you also (laughs) same thing with Ragnar I gotta call y'all out when y'all just don't have nothing you just yes you put your trust in people but unfortunately you have to know that that is a a assumption of risk right (laughs) they can betray you it's possible it's happened look how many times Ragnar has been betrayed and you watched him be betrayed so yes you have to when you're in that position of power always always be watching in front and behind you to the side you can't have no blind spots it's uh it's the place that if you pick up that power it's the place where you got to be so Ragnar is like I'm not going to argue with you because I already know it's pointless to do so so after he announces the Paris thing, she comes right up to him because she's pissed. Like, what about my shit? She runs in the head of B, goes into the Great Hall, tells Cal, if you usurped my shit, you giving it back right now. <laughs> and then Ragnar comes in like, <laughs> uh, okay, can we talk about this in private? <laughs> and she looks at her husband or ex-husband because she knows like i think lagatha is acting reacting emotionally though i think she knows deep down in her soul that anyone else would have just as much right to fuck her over as she fucked over the last guy and if anything like he was saying uh i grew up here i'm trying to do what's best for the people and he represents a different class different people right 
I do like the fact that once they are alone, he is treating them like he's a kid. Like he, you know, oh, may I call you Earl Calf? Well, <laughs> and basically, I can, even though you gave her that bullshit about titles don't mean anything. That's why you went and got yourself one. Uh, I think he and she was hearing the whole damn thing. <laughs> He's like, look, I want you to go with me to Paris and raid. The, about who's gonna be Earl I'm gonna leave that between you two and good luck I think he really is there to back her up uh because it could definitely seem as if oh well Lagatha's done all this why didn't he go but no I can't it's the same thing of what was going on uh with the other guy you can't you, you gotta handle your Earls you can't just go to war every time something that and it wouldn't even be right <laughs> that would look terrible that would be terrible pr like uh, you know what he's so cool with his ex-wife like there's so much bias in there uh and if you have the the support of the other clans like unfortunately there's not much you can do you can you could fight for it but what are you really fighting for other than your pride at that point so Calf admits that he desired her the whole entire time that he was intending to betray her. And she realizes that and he puts it back in her court what she wants to do with that or what he wants to do with that or she wants to do with that, that desire. Um, she tried to get him to marry her before you remember that. So I think that Ragnar is uh, was there to say, look, I want shit to go down. I want you to come with me to raid. But, uh, <laughs> while I'm here to certainly back my wife at any point in time, as king, I'm telling y'all ass to settle this shit between you two in private, whatever you need to figure out, but it's not going to be war. And I think that as a king, that's a fair choice, even on a personal level you know, it doesn't give him one. And he pointed out truthfully, he's like, no, 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 no. I, I didn't tell you to go to Wessex. I asked you to go to Wessex. That was your choice though. Making choices because you're emotional is still your choice. And I can't disagree with it. I wish I would. I w- like on one hand, I really do did want him to come in there and just beat up Calf, but he's looking at him like, Lagatha, if you don't handle this fucking boy, your son is fucking as big as this fucking calf is get out of here yeah i'm sure this is not really something we need people to 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 have a fight about and um as much as lagatha is angry about the situation i do think she's rational i think i covered everything for the most part we do have feedback so if anything is missing we'll get to it in that so let's hop on into the mailbag What up, Cena? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Vikings, episode five of season three. Uh, first, I would like to say, Aslog, go fuck yourself. I would like to say, Floki, get bent. And I would like to say, 
Ragnar, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are being a cunt. Um, I was very upset last episode that my girl died. Uh, Siggy did not deserve this. Um, I, I just, I, I'm just really upset. And the way Aslog had her dumbass on the dock, like, Ragnar, I need to talk to you. Like, what the fuck were you going to tell us? It wasn't the truth. Um, I feel like she was, her hand was forced. I feel like she was probably going to lie because, uh, she was like, oh, Siggy's dead. And Rolo, for whatever reason, this time off the boat, was very interested in figuring out where Siggy was. I feel like normally, maybe because he sees her when he first gets off, he doesn't ask, but I just felt like his interest in her was very peculiar because it seems like he really normally doesn't care. Um... I'm just real sad that she is going to no longer be in the show. Like, she was one of my favorite characters. Um, and now, now we're left with Aslog. And I'm highly disgusted. Um, I thought she was going to tell Ragnar the truth about her having sex with old dude. Especially because I felt like she thought he was a god. But Floki was the one that discovered that or came up with that conclusion. I thought she fucked him because she thought he was a god. I thought that was acceptable, but clearly it's not. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just disgusted with everything. Um, and just her, like, reaction to everything. You know, I, I don't know. It's just... Like, take some responsibility, bitch. You literally, you're the reason. Like, I don't know that her sons, like, I don't know if they were acting out because she wasn't around or if they would have done that shit anyway. I, I honestly don't know. All I know is that those goofballs decided to just leave the house and go be on some ice. Why? Like, that seems like a I'm acting out kind of behavior. It doesn't seem like something kids would just normally do like they weren't outside and they got curious they literally left the house to go do some shenanigans on top of a frozen lake it just seems like maybe they were acting out but nonetheless you weren't around and someone else had to save your kids and she lost her life in the meantime and you know it seems like you're the guy that was there herb could have saved Ziggy, uh, Siggy, but he chose not to. And that makes me very sad. Um, <sighs> anyway, um, the next little thing, I guess, was Ragnar's, like, reaction to Kelf. I don't know what I expected of him, but this was not it. He almost seemed like he admired the fact that he under undermined um, Aslog, not Aslog, oh my god, I can't believe I used the wrong word. He undermined um, Lagatha and stole her land. And he's like, you know, just give up and then I'll let you come raid with us. We're going to Paris. You should come. Like, why are you rewarding a man? Like, isn't what he did supposed to be considered, like, really fucked up? 
like isn't what he did the same thing as what y'all uh y'all ward did and uh we saw what happened to him why why is this different because it's not you it's lagatha that that was the one that was uh betrayed like i i really expected more from him like she she did everything she was supposed to do to to help protect you she brought she she fucking went against her husband to bring soldiers to aid you and she risked her life fighting the king for you and you can't even be bothered to get her her land back and yes i understand she did choose to leave but she thought she had the proper people in place she was betrayed the same as you and ragnar you're being a little bitch and it really makes me angry like i know you're going through some things it seems like you don't want to be king it sucks you know but you know this is what happens when you kill the king you become the king and it seems like sometimes people don't want to be king and that, that's just a, something you have to deal with i just <laughs> for the life of me i can't understand why he is acting like this towards lagatha maybe i'm thinking uh, differently than what someone in his position is supposed to be thinking of but i i i expected better from him um when kelf was like you know the whole time i was planning to betray you i was still attracted to you and i'm looking at him like okay and i'm looking like i was like what the hell do you expect her to do or care about that information and she said the same thing and i'm so what am i supposed to do with this information i would have muffed his ass and slapped the shit out of him just off principle don't talk to me like that you're being very you're patronizing me and it makes me want to fucking punch you in the throat you were looking in my face you were planning to betray me because you grew up in this town so i became the earl the way you're supposed to and you did it the fucking bullshit ass way i don't know what lagatha has up her sleeve um but you know her leaving i i i hope it's not her just you know running away i hope she has a plan because her earldom was taken from her and i hope she has a way to, i hope she has a plan to get it back because ragnar is being a little bitch and for whatever reason he thinks like he just wants to go to paris like i don't even why where did this dream come from and what makes you think there's something spectacular in paris and why are you all of a sudden interested in going to paris like why didn't you guys just get back <laughs> didn't siggy just die like we're not going to like you know mourn the loss we're not going to be at home for a little bit you're not going to kick it with your kids i, <laughs> I don't know he just ready to go i <sighs> i don't know i hope we get a time jump cuz i'm sick of these motherfuckers right now and i'm going to need a different group of people <laughs> i know this sounds ridiculous i know ragnar is going to be there but uh, getting to know the uh, ragnar's sons when they're older will be something interesting cuz i'm i'm sick of these motherfuckers right now especially um torin and bjorn and like i know i'm assuming you just know she was pregnant because you've seen this but i i've never like just cuz somebody put their hands on their stomach doesn't necessarily mean that they're pregnant she never said i am pregnant 
and she's sure not acting like somebody who is pregnant. She acting like her life is over because she ugly. Bitch, you're alive. You got a, a scar that's going to be on your face, but you, if you are pregnant, your baby's still alive. Why aren't you trying to, you know, eat, take care of yourself? Why not you could why aren't you concerned that, you know, you could have killed your baby? Why are you only care about your face? Like she she's not doing anything to me to make me act, to make me think she's pregnant. Maybe she doesn't understand the severity or the responsibility that it comes with being pregnant because I don't know how she was raised. I don't even know who raised her. Maybe she doesn't know. But I just, nothing about the way she's acting makes me think she's pregnant. She's not acting like a pregnant woman. Um, she doesn't want to see Bjorn. She just wants to sit in the dark and cry because she's ugly. What did you think was going to happen when you go into battle? I know you I know you know that it's a possibility that you can get your ass kicked, could die, could be mutilated. You, a lot of things could happen. And I don't understand what you went into battle thinking was going to thinking the possibilities you just thought you were going to be kicking ass and taking names just glory to you and never nothing bad was going to happen i don't know she's annoying and as terrible as it sounds i wish she would just die already because she needs to go and uh bjorn needs to get to whatever destiny he's supposed to be in um i thought it was funny when him and rollo got into a fight Rolo seems like he's turning back into the one that we despise because he hates his brother. Why? Probably because your your stupid ass wife is the reason that my boofang is dead. I blame her too, Rolo. I blame her too. Like Siggy saved our kids from going under the ice and she died in the process and we couldn't even find her body. I personally don't know if like I don't I didn't expect them to find the body but the fact that she said that I'm hoping that means something I want to just stick to the hope that maybe possibly that that herb guy herb guy did in fact save her you know and the thing the thing about cold I will say a person could like your body your human body slow down when they're frozen so People can survive longer under when it's cold than they can more more so than when it's hot. So if someone falls underwater and they don't drown, like let's say they're you know in a position to where they're not completely submerged underwater, they 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 could survive, assuming that you don't get any kind of frostbite or anything. I'm not saying that Siggy's alive, but I'm just gonna you know just have it in the back of my mind that they didn't find her body and they made it a point to say that <sighs> I, it could mean nothing it could mean something i don't know but like i said i'm gonna miss Siggy, and i already dislike aslog and now i absolutely hate her and i can't despise i despise her and i would like there to be a time jump and there be a different actress so at least i don't have to look at this one <laughs> i don't know if that's gonna happen i don't even know how old uh Aslog is supposed to be. She looks fairly young. She looks like she's younger than uh, Ragnar and Lagatha, so they probably won't change actresses, but it would be great if they did. Um, so I think that's all I have to say about this episode. Uh, oh, and Floki. I, Floki's annoying. I, 
he's been getting on my nerves since day one. And I thought when he actually didn't betray uh, Ragnar and he was on Ragnar's side the whole time that he was going to be better. But he's not. He's just himself. And this is how he's going to be. So there's not much we can say about him. He's being annoying. And I think he's just going to be annoying until either Athelstan is no longer in the picture or <laughs> or um, he dies. <laughs> Speaking of Athelstan, the last thing I want to talk about is the whole thing that's happening in fucking England. Because I was absolutely shook. I did not see that coming. First of all, I don't understand why uh, Athelwood's wife would ever, in a thousand years, admit to adultery. That's the prince. His father is the king. You know what happens. And, like, now it all makes sense why his daddy was being a fucking um, a wingman for his daughter-in-law. He was trying to, I think it was all a plot, just for the end. But I would have waited until he came back, sexed him up whether I wanted to or not, and then waited four or five weeks and be like, oh, I'm with child. This is a miracle. Men are stupid. Especially, I feel like, uh, like for the average man don't know how to do math. And they're not going to think too much of it. But she was like, I'm with child. And then he's like, how is that possible? We haven't had sex since your, your, since our son was born. Like, girl, you should have taken that, taken that to the grave. Because I know I would have. Y'all would have had to give me some DNA results <laughs> for me to admit that the, the prince ain't the baby daddy. Girl, fucking stupid. I isn't like adultery like a reason that women could be murdered like what is wrong with her um but the whole end like i knew that um he was the king of wessex i forget what his name is and i really don't even care at this point it'll it'll come to me at some point um but I knew he was, like, untrustworthy, but I, I honestly thought he respected Ragnar. So he fooled me. I'm not going to lie. The whole thing, like, refu like killing all the pagans, pe pagans and not wanting them to uh, have the land, like, that's crazy because all those people came from wherever they were with Ragnar, with uh, Lagatha, and stayed behind, um... So that they could, uh, you know, crop, the, uh, get the land ready, uh, you know, and keep the crops going. And they were all killed. They didn't leave not not one person. They even killed that little baby in the woods with the arrow. So, yeah, I don't know when this information is going to get back to Ragnar, especially if that fool is going to Paris. But this is probably going to start a war. This is probably where the war started with uh England and the Vikings so uh, it'll be interesting to see where this goes so um, I'm interested in going to the next uh, video or the next episode so um, I will end it here until next time love peace hair grease the black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode uh, so I can't say too much and I think I said enough in the episode to answer some of the, the things that you were saying
So I am, I'm, I'm, I'm being good. Uh, I will say I never, even going through the, the show the first time, I'm just going to throw this out there. I never just looked into, I don't know, maybe you just was looking for confirmation the whole time. The minute she said, I think I might be pregnant. I never, even for five seconds thought, okay, well that's, I need confirmation of that. <laughs> I think that that's the only difference. Like rather you assumed you were pregnant. You thought you were pregnant to me. It didn't even matter. If I think for five seconds, I'm carrying a child, fuck you. I'm not getting on a boat and going to a place in which I might be murdered. I, that's just, that's just fucking me. I don't know. But I also think that kids grow up hearing stories and this is not 1990 of anything. This, this is 1300. Okay. You grow up, you hear stories. Uh, you're talking about people who believe in mythical things and, and magic and God's work in the earth. When you live in that kind of a fantasy, of course you're going to act like the world is not real. And this is a slave girl, right? So we don't need to really know her backstory other than know that it wasn't great. I mean, she was not considered a person until very recently. And then she catches the eye of the prince, the golden prince of King Ragnar, right? And then they both are living in this privileged existence as I stated before while Bjorn started growing up a, a kid on a farm and he's got some of that the rest of Ragnar's sons and even Rag, even Bjorn growing up into his uh into his his adolescence grew up privileged they grew up a little bit softer uh and, and so here he is supposed to be learning from his father and the first thing he's thinking about is his dick and he's allowed that to to play a part and she for the most part is just they're they're girl this is kid okay I, I just i can't give too much emotional maturity to people who just aren't scientifically allowed to be even if others are you know just not emotionally mature and yeah, it sucks. I've already pointed out like, hey, if your identity is based on your beauty, then yeah, you're not going to feel as if you have much worth in the world. And that's sad. And that's on you. Ain't nobody supposed to fix that for you. You better find your fucking worth in this world. Ain't nobody going to tell you that. Nobody. And they shouldn't have to. You need to find it in yourself. Um, The kids sneaking off. I, I just think the kids snuck off. I think that Siggy was a little distracted. Because she's like, oh my God, you're out here going having sex with this one guy. So she's trying to stop Aslog from making a mistake. Aslog, uh, from making a mistake. And the kids just wonder that the kids are stupid. I also believe that too. I think that they don't need a lot of impotence, even even if they were just being, you know, bad boys or or if as you stated, they were trying to make a point. I don't even think they were trying to make I think Fitzard and Witchmacall is like what three and five <laughs> i think that mommy was not around mommy's not been around mommy's always distracted by ivar and his pain and so the kids are gonna go find shit to, to get themselves into let's let's walk on a frozen lake why not why not <laughs> uh i'm not gonna say anything about your i'm not gonna defend i should say i'm not gonna defend ragnar about anything you said or called him because it's not that subjective. So uh, I will say that 
for him while it yes it would and one can expect for an emotional decision i think that he made a practical one (laughs) and i can't and i don't necessarily agree with it of course yes we would have loved for (laughs) him to come in and beat up the guy and be the 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 knight in shining armor but honestly is that fair to lagatha i don't think that's fair to lagatha I think that he did what he needed to do as the king to say, hey, there's a situation. You need to fucking fix it. I don't want to go to civil war about it. So find a compromise. I don't think that that's too irrational to ask. That's the first thing that they did before y'all Borg and then went to war. (laughs) So yeah, it is a little bit um, kind of, you know, not the, not what we wanted for our girl, of course. But I would definitely argue that the situation that he had going on with y'all Borg and the king was far more out of Ragnar's, like he was playing games because the king was forcing them to to be pitted against each other. Uh, This is a situation where he's now in that exact same position. And instead of doing that, he's going to... uh, it's gonna let them figure it out themselves and and as i stated i i love lagatha but get the fuck out of here you do not have an arm leg or finger to stand on just because you married that man you did not earn that earl <laughs> you killed him and then you offered sex to the one guy uh so that you can usurp like you cannot be a usurper yourself and be like <laughs> i mean everyone of course unless it's called out in a fair fight right because that was a usurping move what Ragnar did the earl earn his earldom was an actual physical fight and uh I don't ever want to take anything away from our girl because I love her but I do think that you know this is a situation that you have to deal with uh mm-hmm. Rolo doesn't hate his brother I think he's filled with an impotent rage about a lot of things that he feels uh his brother was able to accomplish and he wasn't after so much i can't speak to you know being looked over as a child uh we didn't see that happen so that's just one man's opinion but i could it's not to say it didn't happen uh but i don't see him as angry at at ragnar i see him more just what is my purpose here everything uh revolves around my brother what is there for me and yeah i suppose they could have she could have just stayed silent and booed him up but it seemed like she made up an excuse of why they weren't sleeping together after her first son so that shit wasn't gonna fly (laughs) or maybe i don't know i don't know um but i also think that athelstan was aware or not athelstan Aethelwolf was aware of the affair before the pregnancy I think he would have I think the pregnancy is the humiliation but I won't go too deep into that because I honestly know too much and you asked the question and I'm not going to answer the question but yes there are well no I'll say this much there are consequences for adultery yes <laughs> and that's where I'm going to leave it if you want to send feedback for the next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave your comment below My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Real hard with it.